Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Today with me is Andrew Choi, the CEO and founder of Supernormal, the largest NFT company in South Korea. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you so much, Michael. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's just start um, straight away. Uh, first of all, I really want to um, explore the early days of your work, your personal self a bit. So I know that you worked in the Bay Area uh, for many giant tech companies. So how was it uh, working for them and how has it like shaped your say, uh, CEO now? Yeah, so I've worked in tech industry for a long time. Um, previously, I was at Microsoft, uh, LinkedIn, Snapchat, IBM, BlackBerry. And my latest corporate position was at Coinbase in San Francisco as a tech lead. So that taught me a lot about both the tr traditional technology sets as well as uh, decentralized uh, crypto-focused uh, tech stacks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so you switched from Microsoft to Coinbase. So um, why did you switch to Coinbase and like what kind of drove your initial interest towards crypto? Yeah, so for crypto, I think Coinbase, working on the infrastructure behind Coinbase Pro, Coinbase Wallet, Coinbase NFT, Coinbase.com, and Institution. That taught me a lot about uh, what the decentralized technologies and decentralizing values finance can do to uh, make um, an overall society better um, ecosystem. So uh, that taught me more about, you know, even like Metaverse, DeFi, uh, you know, tokenomics, and ultimately NFTs and how it can help uh, propagate ownership to uh, people and community uh, most important. So that's how I got started with Supernormal um, to a uh, much more grander scale. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, moving to the topic of Supernormal, how did you get the idea to build an NFT company? Why did you pick Korea as the location? And um, most importantly, I think you've always had a passion for art. You're a big fan of uh, the piano and music is just like another way of art. So how did your this passion kind of uh, translate into maybe building an NFT startup? Yeah, so obviously I, I was um, actually a classical piano, um, very much interested in romantic era composers and musicians um, from you know Eastern Europe and Russia. And so that took a place in my uh, artistic um, uh, soul and, and, and persona. So I had that art in my uh, in my mind uh, as I grew up, and it always mm -hmm. uh, played a big role in what I do. And uh, the way I started Supernormal um, was that it started as a um, it, start, it started as a project scale when when I, when I was at Coinbase, uh, obviously separately. Um, however, um, we when we when we minted out and we. Uh, and we start officially launched in the late January of last year. Uh, it exploded in a positive way uh, that you know I, I had to um, you know put everything and uh, do full time. Uh, mm. into, and the thesis behind Supernormal was that uh, we focus on luxury premium um, arts and uh, and uh, propagating. Uh, Korean culture and K-pop, uh, so that's our value. And um, working with you know Zipsy, who is uh, Korea's uh, most reputable illustrator, um, you know that created a, a ch big uh, chunk amount of uh, synergy. Mm -hmm. 
I see. So maybe what what do you think was the biggest reason for Supernormal's uh, success? Like what's the secret sauce behind it? I would say secret sauce is really being open and, um, you know, communicating and creating that uh, open channel with your collectors and your community because they are really your everything your uh, your community your 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 fans your, your collectors your you know um, your, your your investors and your supporters so uh, you know web3 is all about decentralizing values and creating a much more you know, equal field for everyone rather than a corporate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hierarchy that is, um, uh, you know, that is a very old fashioned. So for us, um, having this like-minded community of, uh, art lovers, uh, those who love K-pop, those who love the Korean culture, those who love the Korean identity, uh, on a global scale, uh, it, it, this is a place. Mm-hmm. Great. Love it. Um, so since you switched from a lead developer to a CEO, what are the biggest challenges that you've had, you know, switching from a development position to a more managerial one? Yeah. So, you know, my, my career has been, um, more on the IC, like inter- uh, individual contributor path, uh, software engineer, and then obviously, um, working on a more senior role at Coinbase and, um, you know, in my mind, uh, internally, I always had that uh, entrepreneurial spirit, and you know, uh, you know, wanting to play a big leadership role, and so you know that characteristics and that uh, personality of mine uh, did align well with what I do at Supernormal. Um, so while at the beginning, you know, I played a big role in the development and engineering work at Supernova's products. Uh, right now, we also we all obviously already have CTO and, and our own engineering team. So I'm mostly focused on um, you know external relationships and partnerships and uh, relations and growth uh, as a uh, on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about partnerships, maybe you could shed light on some of the future partnerships that you would would want to get. Currently, we have um, we, we, we've had we've been fortunate enough to have success in um, securing large scale partnerships, including uh, SM Entertainment, SM Brand Marketing, uh, Water Bomb, which is uh, Korea's uh, largest mm-hmm. festival. Um, you know, Ha Jung Woo, who is uh, one of the most um, you know top paid and reputable actor in Korea. Um, as well as Binance, OpenSea, Twitter, Korea, uh, even you know, Shinsegae, which is uh, you know Korea's largest uh, department store, as well as you know Web three projects uh, like uh, you know Kung's uh, uh, and Yoga Pets, um, and you know uh, uh, Only Force and, and many more, um, and, and most importantly. Uh, we're lucky enough and we're very fortunate and we're thankful to uh, be Korea's uh, number one top grossing uh, Web3 brand and have holders like Paris Hilton, Mark Cuban, uh, Apple Longoria, uh, Richard Miner, who's the founder of Android and Google Ventures, as well as as well as well uh, you know UFC champion um, and multiple football uh, stars from FC Barcelona and Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and how, like in the early days, how did you kind of go about getting those partnerships? What was your main value? 
So uh, me and my co-founders, uh, you know, main, uh, you know, uh, value and, and thesis is that we need to, and we want to grow our community uh, very organically being a premium art driven community. So for example, we never wanted to pay for inorganic uh, advertisements or uh, any paid sponsorships such as you know Twitter ads or Instagram ads. Rather, it was all through word of mouth and viral uh, marketing uh, through um, through celebrities and influencers and you know big big names that really caught cut on us uh, without you know having uh, without us having to pay anything. So, uh, for example, when you know, um, Apple Longoria, who is the main, one of the main actresses behind uh, Desperate Housewives, when she, uh, you know, tweeted and after, uh, tweeted her, her uh, Metaverse mu- Museum uh, having and uh, displaying supernormal zips, our NFT, um, you know, many of the uh, Web3 community um, collectors and celebrities uh, caught on to that and, you know, obviously buying themselves so that really created a big network network effect um, and you know same goes for uh, domestically Korea um, where we have holders like Kang Tae-ho who is a uh, very famous uh, main actor of Extraordinary Authority Wu uh, a hit uh, drama series here in Korea uh, and so yeah uh, right now uh, we have the most uh, training sales volume um, so we're going to keep building that. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Um, so yeah, regarding building our knowledge uh, throughout the year, you also build different divisions to supernormal, supernormal, couture, atelier, additions, metaverse. So maybe could you tell me like your initial idea for expanding some from an NFT center company to something bigger? Yeah, so I think that uh, in order for not just supernova, but all for, but for the Web three uh, ecosystem as a whole to grow, uh, there needs to be a Web two point five adoption. I think right now, uh, you know, we're we're, uh, we're trying to both uh, uh, move too fast, but also very very uh, restricting ourselves into the Web three realm. So um, obviously, to create a uh, fully, um, uh, you know, bi-directional and much more rounded, whole, well-rounded um, ecosystem. Uh, there needs to be interaction between Web two community, uh, Web two brands, Web two IPs with Web three. So um, that's why you know Supernormal Atelier is responsible for securing all these high-profile Web two partnerships. Uh, Supernormal NFT is our original IP. Uh, Supernormal Metaverse is our a virtual uh, metaverse um, uh, um, venture like Sandbox, um, World Wide Webland, etc. Uh, and Supernova Couture is our fashion uh, line uh, that is based on real traits in Supernova NFTs and also Supernova Editions, which is focused more on our uh, storytelling universe uh, that includes high-profile partnerships with existing Web2, uh, Web2, Web Drama, um, and 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 web story uh, uh, studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so if you could kind of drill down into those um, divisions a bit more for the atelier, you help companies also excel in the web three space. Maybe if you could tell us a bit more about like how could, how do you help the companies? Uh, maybe like how does a typical client look like? Uh, the typical partner. 
for the Atelier division? Yeah, so uh, Atelier uh, consists of mainly two uh, components. Uh, the first vertical is where we provide uh, fully end-to-end uh, engineering solutions for you know blockchain, uh, database, uh, you know minting, solidity, smart contracts, uh, and also you know Discord, Twitter, etc. Uh, now the latter uh, vertical is much more uh, grander in scale, which which includes co-branding and usage of our supernormal IP. So, for example, with companies like with, with companies like um, SM or for for artists like um, you know. Uh, KYE, then um, also uh, you know Dying Noon, so all these like uh, top profile illustra- illustrators that we uh, partnered uh, partnered up with. Um, you know they they get to use our IP and co brand it, and the, even the collection name and even the IP name becomes Supernormal X uh, that uh, artist or that um, company uh, name. So um, and that in, that that typically involves. Um, uh, you know, Supernovals artists uh, being being uh, the the uh, the illustrator behind uh, the the NFTs, and um, it is much more um, uh, it is much more deeper in uh, the collaboration. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Um, so then going to the Supernormal uh, Couture, um, I think from the website it's very very early stage still because there isn't anything um, released. Maybe you could tell some of the future plans, some of some of the rough dates that you have in mind, and also maybe the partnerships that you would want to get to build the atelier a bit more. Yeah. So um, right now it's uh, early stage. Uh, however, we are ready to roll out, um, and. Uh, a lot of the couture offerings and products are seasonal, and uh, many of them, uh, most of them, are based on real traits in Supernormal uh, NFT IPs. And so, for example, one of the most popular uh, traits um, in the Zips uh, are going to be translated into real uh, physical um, uh, fashion offerings uh, for them to flex for for uh, any. Um, members and, and and customers to uh, flex in real life and uh we have our own in-house designer but all in, but down the line uh we are planning to uh secure uh, partnerships with uh both luxury fashion brands but also um you know entertainment groups um that have you know flagship uh, items which can be integrated uh, into our couture products mm-hmm I see. Sounds great. Um, and then moving to the third division, um, it's the it's the metaverse. I think it's the most interesting one because you have many great partnerships with, uh, such like with the Sandbox, with the World Wide Web RPG game. Um, and I think right now many people they are expressing their concerns for the metaverse, saying that it's hard to create value in there and that you know maybe it's not gonna shine as much in in the future. So I was just wondering why do you think that it's worth to invest in there and like what's your maybe future vision for the metaverse i think it's all it all comes down to use case and you know uh the 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 utility which is that many uh you know blockchain less uh or many web two uh digital transformation and digital um you know virtual space has already existed um you know for example roblox uh there's a pedo 
Um, and you know, many of these uh, digital worlds are um, are you know blockchainless, and so I think that metaverse uh, is a very general terminology, um, but but the gamification and um, and gaming world uh, and metaverse is a very you know um, is a very a minimal difference. They 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 almost they share many similarities, but uh, they but they uh, have very subtle difference. So um, just like Web two and Web three integration, I think that gaming and metaverse are um, are gonna. Uh, coincide and uh, one is going to need each other to create a big adoption. So right now, you know, through the bear, bear market, uh, it may seem that, um, you know, many are becoming, uh, you know, less positive on the um, metaverse. But I think on, on the long term horizon, well, I think we're going to redefine, I think the whole space is going to redefine what the metaverse uh, terminology uh, means and um, in a way that that's going to, um, you know, attract uh, all the digital internet users. Mm -hmm. um, also talking about the market, as I said that, you know, right now is kind of the bear market state when there aren't many investments and interest in the industry. So has this affected, um, Supernormal and like, what are your plans going forward with it? Yeah, I think for you know, crypto, stock market, uh, NFT, DeFi, uh, real estate, um, you know, are all hit globally. Um, obviously, you know, talks of recession, but you know, nobody really can predict the market. And you know, with the you know, US um, inflation data, um, you know, consumer price index, CPI, um, and FOMC, you know, it, it, there's a lot of macro factors, and uh, not one asset class is, you know, not only one asset class is impacted, but rather it's a, um, you know, much more uh, macro scale uh, impact. And so, you know, that, that may cause some, you know, cascading effects. However, it's a you know, macro as a whole. And so, you know, not only NFT brands, but all you know, across Web2, Web3 tech, non-tech industries are, you know, um, you know, in a cash strap mode, except for obviously the you know more trending uh, sectors like AI and machine learning, um, so uh, it makes sense to have much long term uh, horizon, and it's very important for founders to be very uh, you know um, conduct uh, uh, prudent business uh, practices. Mm -hmm. um, so when do you think is the market going to turn around to be uh, the bull run, and how do you think is you know the new bull run market going to maybe impact supernormal? I think the you know the prediction of exact timeline of you know the bear market bull market um, is a much much more difficult one. Obviously, there are some indicators and uh, trend trends to uh, you know follow and um, you know these different uh, predictors uh, indicators out out there in the space. But um, personally, um, it is never uh, the right decision to time the market. Um, so. Um, for me, it's more about you know how can I position uh, our brand uh, to come out of this bear market and uh, be the um, you know top performing 
uh, company uh, in the next uh, bull market. And uh, I believe we are uh, in a very strong position. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, yeah, and uh, as a couple of the last questions, I would just want to ask, um, as the CEO of a successful um, NFT company, what would you recommend for a, um entrepreneur just who wants to get into the Web3 market right now? Uh, yeah, so I would say the biggest, um, I mean, I'm not obviously in the, uh, I don't think I'm in the position to advise anybody, but for me, uh, the best recommendation I can give is, you know, understand your audience, um, know, uh, know that uh, Web3 is the riskiest um, uh, asset class uh, slash industry to be in, which means both upside and downsides, meaning that, you know, with huge risk, there comes a huge opportunity and huge upside rewards. Um, so, um, however, at the same time, if you're interested and if you're passionate and if you think something's important enough, I think that uh, it is always worth uh, exploring and venturing into uh, because, you know, apart from just uh, you know, monetary financial uh, incentives. I think there are some great uh, application opportunities and networks to build. And um, I think that's going to be much more fruitful and meaningful than um, just optimizing for, um, you know, certain, certain uh, financial goals. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see. Um, so coming, coming to the point of uh, building a startup in, in Web3, um, do you believe that there are still, you know, many things to be uncovered in Web3, like many ideas, many new ideas to be found um, as opposed to Web2? Yeah, I think, you know, it's a wild west. It's a completely uh, unexplored uh, desert. So, um, you know, so many decentralized apps uh, are being um, built around um, mostly around finance, but I think you know um, in Korea, for example, STO is a big thing. Um, you know, I think there's a huge opportunity in you know property tech, uh, health tech, um, as well as um, you know big data management and distributed systems that can apply some blockchain principles. Uh, so I think that you know even though currently Web three is lacking um, you know real meaningful applications of blockchain, I think uh, in the next upcoming years, there's going to be some real um, groundbreaking fundamental uh, blockchain use cases. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think is the main thing that's stopping the adoption of Web3 right now? Uh, as I said, you know, in the, in the next years, there are going to be some nice, amazing blockchain use cases. But, you know, what do you think is preventing, preventing those use cases to, to appear earlier? I think right now um, it, it is in my opinion, uh, UI and user experience. Um, that is, um, you know, for good reasons, a big barrier for uh, general uh, general public to enter uh, the Web3. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, yeah, uh, this was all the questions that I wanted to ask you, Andrew. Uh, thank you for awesome. coming to the podcast. Thank you so much, Mikhail. Appreciate and it. Have a great Hi. day. Thank you.